0: Welcome, everyone, to the Follow the Yogi podcast. I'm Vicki Santana, your host. Join me every week while I'll share with you mind blowing secrets of the practice of yoga, the philosophy of it, the physical practice of it, and I tie it all together so we can apply these secrets to our lives. Stay tuned, you might just find a little gem that will change your life. And now, on to our next dose of Follow the Yogi. And today's topic is, don't judge someone because they sin differently than you. This is a pretty big topic and COVID-19 seems to have really brought this to a head. So let me give you some context. This morning as I was teaching online, I complimented one of the students on how great her hair looked. And then I asked, did you get your hair done? And really, I thought that this was going to be, you know, just a a girl moment, girl therapy where we just kind of share some... Um, compliments for one another, because her hair really did look fabulous. But it was unfortunate because she started explaining how, when she got her hair done, all of the things that were, all the precautions that were taking place in the salon, you know, for safety measures and everything, because this is quasi post COVID-19. And I actually, I felt horrible because that was not where I was coming from, at all and I saw a person having to explain what was a decision that they made for themselves and had to explain not enjoy the moment of yes and I got my hair done and it was nice and you know this that and the other how we oh, they massage my head whatever it was but she went into actually explaining um, how all the safety measures and everything and I just had this feeling that I came across incorrectly As if I was judging, which I was not. Um, But it highlighted to me how sensitive I think many of us are becoming in regards to our choices in our lives. Now, I'm not naive. I know judgment and judging of people happens. It happened before COVID 19. And actually, it is something that happens unconsciously the moment we meet someone there's a statistic that was actually really sobering as I was preparing for this podcast. And it says within the first seven seconds, someone has already made up their mind about us, um, about our intelligence, about our trustworthiness, about our socioeconomic status. And all of this happens unconsciously. We couldn't stop it if we tried. And I found it sobering because man, if I'm having one of those days where I'm just dressed up, like I'm going to Home Depot, or I'm having a bad day, or I stubbed my toe right before I met that person. And maybe I have like this look of pain on my face. They've already unconsciously, not that it's their fault, uh, decided deep down, uh, made some choices and judgments about me. And of course, I'm not immune to that. I'm also doing that to people unconsciously. And I think it's doing people a disservice when we continue on that particular springboard. Now, during this podcast, we're going to talk about judging and judgment, the difference between the two. And, you know, what happens when we're judged? How can we not judge? How can we catch ourselves when we're judging others? How do people feel when they are being judged and why it's an unproductive way of presenting ourselves to others? how we personally don't want to be judged, and yet we do it to others unconsciously and consciously, how we change our verbiage in our mind to rationalize, justify, and convince ourselves that we're not judging when in fact we are, and then some steps on how to catch ourselves when we're judging and possibly begin to change that pattern of behavior. Okay, so here we go. Let's look at the words judgment versus judging. Judgment is, as an example, let's say we're going to go across the street. We look left, we look right, or we look right, we look left. And then we make a decision on whether or not to continue walking across the street. That is a judgment because it's held uh, based on objective, wise discernment. And how to continue with a course of action. Judging is very different. And I found this little poem on a blog. I'll give credit where credit is due. It's called Observation versus Judgment Do You Know the Difference? It's by a hacking life coach. Okay. And it's a short little poem. It says Apple is red, sky is blue. This is an observation. I hope you noticed it too. Then it says, I like red apples, red is best, this is a judgment, no, this wasn't a test. So basically, the first one where she's saying, apple is red, sky is blue, this is an observation. In other words, facts are being stated and no conclusion is being drawn of it based on our observations or based on our personality or based on our past. The next one is, I like red apples, red is the best, that is a judgment. Now if it's contained in that little vo- vacuum where it's only for the use of the person that, you know, stated it, there's no encroachment on anyone else. But what about when I say, I like red apples, and red apples are best, and then I per. Seed to try to convince others to do that. And in fact, when they say, no, 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 I like green apples, green is the best. When I start arguing that point with them or judging them based on their preference to green apples, now I'm getting into the sphere of being judgy or judging. Another question that came to mind was, is it okay to judge others? I have my own personal position on this, but I'm not going to say to someone else that it's not okay to judge. Every human has their own struggles, so I don't know why judging is an option for them. And I'm not going to be naive enough or fool myself or be blind enough to know or think that I don't do that to other people, whether it's consciously or unconsciously. But here is the thing about judging. Judging others is simply us mirroring our doubts, our insecurities, our fears, and any other number of emotions onto other people. So when we look at judging in that fashion, we begin to realize that the act of judging has nothing to do with a person or act being judged. And it has everything to do with what's going on inside of ourselves. For me, I think of judging as a form of discrimination. And I know that's a really, you know, red word for a lot of us. But if we look at the word discrimination and what it does, maybe that'll help shed light. Maybe it'll help us make that connection so we understand what we do, and how it makes others feel. When asked to describe how people feel when they're being judged, they feel, they describe it as feeling isolated, ashamed, misunderstood, criticized, demeaned. The quickest way to shut down any kind of communication between people is to judge one another, to kind of draw these Lines in the sand of what is right, what is wrong, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. And what we're doing, and I'll say it again, is we're projecting how we want to live our lives, how we think the right way to live our lives onto other people. Here's the ironic thing. As far as I know, at least the folks that I've talked to and had this conversation with, most of us do not want to be told how to live our life most of us do not want to be judged we kind of think who are other people to judge us they're not paying our mortgage they're not making decisions they're not in my shoes um and frankly it's my life that i'm living here so no one really likes to be judged and yet it's something that we're doing more often and it's really beginning to be obvious now. Now I see it a lot during um presidential election years. Um I see it a lot when there's a big social topic, people take their position on it, and differing positions take a back seat or we're kind of super uber highlighting our own position and our own mindset. And even though we don't flat out say, your judgment is incorrect, just by super promoting our own position, and I'm trying to pick my words super carefully here, (laughs) just because, or when we really project our position onto other people, it's kind of like this silencing silencing blanket over them. So that it's kind of obvious I don't agree with you. And if we feel or think that folks aren't listening to our actual body movements, our nonverbal communication in regards to how we feel about what they're saying, we're wrong because every single twitch, every single movement, every single vibration that's inside of us is being received by the people that we're communicating with. Actually, it's being received by the entire universe, but let's keep it small so we can wrap our head around this. So if you're feeling X, whoever you're feeling X about is receiving that vibration. And then they're reacting to that. It could perpetuate, it could inflate, it could magnify their position because now they might be feeling like they're in defense mode. And now at a time where many of us are hypersensitive to all the things that are happening with COVID-19, how our lives have changed, how we have this constant reminder that there is a threat out there, a teeny tiny little threat, which was always out there. But when it's put right center in front of us, it gets magnified and we react even more intensely to it. So I'm not naive. I know judging happens on the regular way, way, way before COVID-19. But like I said before, when there is a huge social shift, it becomes that much more obvious. Now, you know, judging another can really be a slow, soul crushing action that shames people into either succumbing to social norms Hiding themselves so they feel like they belong, right? Because if you're not um, accepted on different levels, we'll change our behavior to feel like we belong because we are a tribe mentality species. Or I'll find grown-ass people feeling the need to explain their choices. Sometimes we don't even know that we're judging somebody. Honestly, we, we really don't. The mind is an amazing machine and because it's driven by the ego, it will do everything in its power to rationalize, justify, convince us that what we're doing is in our best interest because it is and that it'll help us frame even our conversations so we're kind of letting ourselves off the hook. Maybe we find ourselves falling into this false sense of goodness or of not judging When we front load a judgment or judging by saying, hey, everybody can live their life the way they want to. Everybody has their own right to do whatever they want, but... And then we proceed to superimpose the judgment onto that person or that situation or those circumstances. I have a rule that when I listen to someone speak, when they say, but everything that came before the word, but B-U-T was really a front load, uh, softener to what's actual, the actual point that's coming after the word, but. So if someone would say, um, you know, everybody has a right to live their life, but I just don't understand why they made that choice. I wouldn't make that choice. That's just not the right decision to me, but Hey, that's their life. See how we kind of bookended that one? But let's get to the real heart of all of this. We judge others based on how we judge ourselves. So let's say, if you're someone who measures yourself through beauty and attractiveness, you'll naturally measure the world and people in it by their beauty and attractiveness. Is that right Is that wrong? Is that good? Is that bad? Only you can make that choice or that decision. I'm just telling you the way we do it. If someone measures themselves through their social status, naturally, they're going to measure the world and other people in it through social status. The same ruler or measuring stick that we use to judge and discern choices for our life, we're going to use that towards other people and the outside world the thing is is that might bring us to a place of divisiveness number one and number two take us away from our primary goal in the practice of yoga of tending to ourselves not to what everybody else is doing or how everyone else is doing it here's a couple more examples if we measure our life Uh, based on our family relationships then we're going to measure others by the same standard how close their family is to them if they're distance distant from their family or don't call home enough you might find yourself you know judging them or categorizing them as ungrateful irresponsible maybe deadbeats regardless of their lives or their history And we do that with everything. If we measure our life by how much fun and partying we can have, then we're going to measure others by the same standard, how much fun and partying they have. If they prefer to stay home uh, during the weekends, we might find ourselves judging them and categorizing them as inhibited, scared of the world, um, regardless of their personality or their needs. Again, We're actually doing this to try to understand them. We're categorizing them based on what we know. And the reality is, all we know is ourselves. So before we start getting too hard and heavy on ourselves about judgment or judging, let's just remember the yardstick we use for ourselves is the yardstick we use for the world. Keep it objective, keep it a little detached. And we won't have all those funny feelings rising inside of ourselves. So the yardstick you use for yourself is the yardstick you use for the world. That's the basic premise for many of us. Most of us. All of us. So that one little sentence actually gives us incredible insight to other people. A level of understanding about other people. Here's an example. The way we Measure ourselves is the way we measure the rest of the world. So it's no surprise that that's why those who can't trust are the ones who can't be trusted because they know inside of themselves that they have trust issues, trust issues with themselves, and maybe even based on the past with their interactions with other people. So if they can't be trusted, there's no way that they can look at the world through the lens of trustworthiness. So in an attempt to understand the outside world, we're doing it through the lens of ourselves. Again, we don't see the world as it is. We don't see the world as it has been. We see the world as we are and as we have been. And even that comment, that statement of we see the world as we are That also is not really true. We keep seeing the world through the filters of our likes, our dislikes, our biases, and our prejudices. And that's how we see people decide on who they are and decide on whether or not what they do and what they don't do works for us or not. So how do we stop being judgmental? Well, the first thing we have to do is recognize that we are all judgmental, whether it happens unconsciously in the first seven seconds that we meet someone and our lizard brain takes over. And we accept the fact that we're looking at the world based on how we see ourselves. And we accept the fact that we are all judgmental. To what degree, how it impacts others, what's the purpose of why we do it? Because judges judge also. Um, we need to start thinking about it more consciously, accepting the fact that we do it. And then once we accept it, embrace it, and by the way, when we accept it and embrace it, one of the more challenging things is, you guessed it, to not judge, criticize ourselves because we're now aware that we're doing it because that judgment of judging ourselves, isn't going to serve us, it's going to create guilt, it's going to create remorse. And instead of bringing us down to that point where we're actually um, minimize the amount of judging that we do to other people, now we're just going to be more overtly judgmental towards ourselves. And we're basically doing the same thing just to another human being. We're doing it to our best, best, best friend on the planet ourselves, and it's not going to get us where we want to go. And as we continue to bring now the act of judging more towards ourselves, let's consider what happens when we pass judgment on other people. We see something they do and we get angry at it or disappointed in the person or think the worst of them. What we're doing is we judge without understanding. And that pretty much sums it up. We don't try to find out more and through communication begin to understand And through understanding, begin to build a bridge between two human beings. Is it reasonable that we're going to build a bridge between two human beings in every single situation? Probably not. But we can try to start bridging those gaps between us, not through understanding via judging, but maybe through this little acronym. It's called DUAL, D-U-A-L. I love acronyms, they're simple, they're basic, and they're easy to remember. So here's the first one, the letter D, don't pass judgment. If you find yourself being judgmental, stop yourself. Now I'm going to tell you right now, that is going to take a greater awareness than we usually have. So the first step, an important one, is to observe your thoughts, your actions, and actually trying to catch yourself in a loving way, not judgmental, not because you're trying to see where you messed up, but pay attention to everything that you say and everything that you do in particular as it applies to yourself first. Because remember, we see the world, we judge the world based on how we measure and judge ourselves. So in my humble opinion, if the root is We judge the world based on how we see ourselves, paying attention to the conversations we have with ourselves, to the expectations we have of ourselves and everything else that we use to measure ourselves. If we start paying attention to that every single moment, every single waking hour, that's going to start bringing attention to ourselves, the actual root of what and how we see the world If we can change that, how we see ourselves, how we love ourselves, how we do or do not judge ourselves, how patient we are with ourselves, how compassionate we are with ourselves, the ability to do that with the outside world will happen automatically. Because whatever we fill ourselves with, that's what we have to give. Once you're more aware of how you speak to yourself, about yourself, for yourself, and think about yourself... Then we can stop ourselves when we feel being, that we're being judgmental to ourselves. That's the first step, the first foundational step, because our practice is everything to do about what we do and the type of relationship we have with ourselves. So the first thing is don't pass judgment on yourself. And then after that, when your mindset, your words, the way that you love changes, you might find that it actually happens automatically to the outside world, okay? But along the way, we're gonna have a little, a few little hiccups. We're still gonna have to put forth a couple more steps, a couple more things to remember to help move us in the non-judgmental direction. So the first one of dual D U A L is don't pass judgment on yourself first, which will hopefully translate on how we don't judge others. The second one, the letter U, is understand. Again, bring it to yourself first. Instead of judging yourself for what you've done, for how you look, try to understand yourself first. And you might say, well, Vicky, you know, I've been living with myself my whole life. Of course I understand myself. Of course I know myself. But honestly, at the deepest levels of ourselves, We really don't. We're in survival mode. We're wanting to save face. We're wanting to do a lot of different things. And understanding ourselves at the deepest level of ourselves is not a skill that we have, especially as we start going into adulthood. If we start listening to how we talk about ourselves, the criticisms about ourselves, the lack of patience and compassion that we have towards ourselves then we'll begin to understand that we don't understand ourselves. If there was another person that you understood the whole background about everything you've gone through, and you could um, give them advice, I promise you the advice that you would give them would be far kinder, far more more holistic, um, and from this heart space of understanding them, really understanding them, With this high degree of patience, um, and like I said before, of compassion, we don't give ourselves nearly that amount, amount level of compassion, understanding, and patience to understand ourselves. Instead, we might find ourselves more not necessarily trying to understand ourselves, but to try to rationalize and justify our behavior so that we don't have to go a little deeper, so that we can save face. All right. So what I'm coming from is, you know, taking things that have happened in your life and understanding them and how they impacted you. Forget about what happened with dad, with mom, with the boss, with society, with COVID. Forget about the external triggers and try to start going inward to understand how those things impacted you and possibly why. Now that's why I promote meditation, meditation, Because we can do that very thing at a level where the ego isn't gnawing at us to be right, to be perfect, to be whatever your driving force is that makes you go through this life, right, with the mask on. When we sit in meditation, all of that noise that has to do with the ego, slowly, over time, peels away so we can actually start understanding that child that innocent person inside of us that just wants to be loved and understood just like everybody else then when you start building the skill of understanding yourself from a compassionate place put yourself in the shoes of other people and try to understand them i say it in class first seek to understand and you might find out that being understood from another person or by another person is completely unnecessary. Try to imagine their background. If possible, here's a, 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 um, a crazy thought. Try to talk to them, not at them, not convince them, but try to talk to them and find their backstory. Everyone has one. And if not, try to imagine the circumstances that might have led to the person acting or looking like they do. Understanding, not just um, having a knee-jerk, unconscious reaction, which a lot of time leads or is expressed in the form of a judgment, brings people together, it unites us, because I promise you, we have a lot more in common than we have differences And if we could see that all of us have the same pain, yes, the storylines change, absolutely. But we all have this same thread of suffering in between us or among us. And if we could understand that no one's pain is greater, no one's pain is more important than anyone else, that this is actually something that can bring us together at the most human basic level. And if we try to understand the why, or at the very least accept that there's a possible why and the things that we're seeing aren't the whole story. That goes a long way to not judging someone because you're coming from a place of compassion and of understanding, not of trying to get an answer and see the world through your own eyes. We have D, which is don't pass judgment, U, which means understand, And then the next one is the letter A, accept. Once you begin to understand yourself, or at least you think you kind of understand, then try to accept it. Don't try to thrash it about. Don't try to logicize it, as I like to call it, at this level of consciousness. Accept yourself for who you are without trying to change anything. And that can be really hard because we put a high value on result, productivity, change. We want things to be the way we want them to be. And sitting and accepting something as it is, and having delayed gratification as to what we want, is huge for us. Sit with yourself and accept yourself Exactly as you are right now, don't worry about what kind of change, what other version you're going to be in the future. Let all of that go and literally embrace yourself the way you are right now because the way you are right now is not just good enough, it's perfect. And I don't say these things um, lightly, I don't say it as filler. We come. To this world whole and complete exactly as we are what tends to happen though is we un- we learn all of these different things to protect ourselves not realizing that the act of putting all these layers on top of ourselves to protect ourselves from our own fear is what's actually blocking us from making the connections, from making the progress, from feeling the feelings that we actually want to feel that's already inside of us, but we're fighting ourselves. These two protective or 7 billion protective bodies are pushing up against one another, coming up to one another, hoping that the other one heals the other one when that's completely impossible because the only person that can not judge, understand, and accept ourselves fully is ourselves. And when that happens, those skills of accepting others as they are becomes much, much, much easier. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that we're going to end up all agreeing with what everyone else does. That's not where I'm coming from. It's not our place to agree, accept uh, someone else's behavior. What I'm saying is, is to accept it as it is, because in the final analysis, you can't change it anyway. It's none of our business. It's above our pay grade. It has nothing to do with us. So by accepting it, I mean seeing it as it really is and actually resist the urge of trying to fix people, change people, better people, convince people. The only person that that job belongs to is to ourselves, for ourselves, through ourselves. And then here's the last one, L, love. Once you've accepted yourself for who you are, love yourself. Even if you don't think you really know yourself just quite yet, even if you don't like yourself because of the things that you've done in the past, love yourself anyway. Why? Because that act of love is going to start the process of healing, self-healing healing. And that self-healing happens from the inside out. We might very well be judging other people, trying to fix and heal and rescue other people because that's the very thing that we need for ourselves. And maybe we're doing these things in the hopes that if we do it enough for other people, it'll either happen to us through osmosis or we'll find other people that want to do that for us. But the reality is, is no matter how much we try to help, heal, fix, change, rescue other people, it will never be reciprocated at the same level that we put it out to somebody else. It's not supposed to. We're never going to be satisfied with what other people do for us in the name of love to heal us because it's not their job. It never was. That job, honestly, that privilege belongs to you for yourself now as you go through this as you go through dual and you um don't pass judgment on yourself and others understand yourself and others accept yourself and others and love yourself and others there's a certain level of courage that you have to have to be able to do this go through it and stay true to it because here's the thing. You may be working on not judging yourself and others, but others may not be working at it. They may not be able to see that. So you might get judged along the way. But now that you know what you know, and you understand that that's even a possibility, and you accept that others may judge you and you know that others judging you have nothing to do with you and now has everything to do with them, we can have a higher level of calmness about it, respect, distance, dispassion, and a lot less fear in regards to how others see us. I'm not putting a wall up and say, eh, screw them, I don't care what they think about me, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm not saying that. I'm actually coming from a place of understanding and compassion. I get it. I get it. I just finished explaining how it affects me. So how would it be any different from anyone else? And now that I know that it's above my pay grade, that I cannot stop people from judging because that's the way they see the world and it has nothing to do with me. Now I'm not nearly as offended and quite frankly, not nearly as fearful about being myself and doing, making the choices that I need to make for myself, that I want to make for myself, for my evolution and for my involution. And along the way, I'm going to encounter people that don't agree with me. And you know what? That's awesome. So instead of giving them resistance, I think what I'm going to be is more curious instead of judgmental, because the other part of it is, I don't know everything. I'm not always right. And that level of humility towards the knowledge of my own ignorance, if I can embrace that, if I can accept that, then I can change uh, defensiveness into curiosity, paralysis into this sense of childlike curiosity and wonderment of what I can learn about myself and about others. Listen, I'm a pretty pragmatic individual. I'm very logical, uh, but there's also parts of us that have nothing to do with gray matter and everything to do with vibration and how we feel and our intuition and embracing both sides of those parts of ourselves is what makes us whole and complete. As we start moving out from lockdown and people, business owners, countries, countries, start making decisions for themselves in regards to what works best for them. I hope that this little blurb, this little podcast, this tiny little acronym will help all of us be able to come back out from what we have just experienced globally. My hope And if it doesn't happen, that's fine too. But my hope is that we all are able to come out of this with a higher degree of understanding about ourselves, about others. If we can come out of this with a higher skill of observation and wanting to know more instead of making a decision or a judgment about one another and our choices, That would be a really good thing because again, like I said before, I'm not naive. Judging others because of the way we judge ourselves has been around forever. But if we could take this time and see that that is exactly what we're doing and turn that lens more compassionately, more kindly, more lovingly towards ourselves, instead of wasting our time and trying to judge other people I think it'll be better served I think it wouldn't have been a waste of time I think I hope that we can all have a lot more patience with one another but if we don't I accept that because this is challenging introspection accountability of self being responsible for the self and not Projecting that onto the outside world is a lifetime endeavor. Be kind to one another. Understand one another. But more than that, understand yourself. And you might just be surprised that you are whole and complete as you are. No explanation. Okay, yogis. Until our next installment of Follow the Yogi, take care of one another. Deuces.